the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF at 9.08. Boy, we slipped through that one that first hour talking about uh, Ridgeway cantaloupes. <laughs> and uh, we're joined. We have, we have a number, another member to the crew this morning, a longtime school board member. And uh, Bill, I, I, I just, uh, I don't know how you stood it. <laughs> All those years that is a tough tough job well I, bill I, fletcher i enjoyed it mike and um uh, started back in 1993 yeah with a little respite after in the the just after 2005 and then back on in 13 and um it's a service thing you know that's uh yeah. i didn't fall far from that tree my right. father was a pretty good example of that everybody if you if you <laughs> didn't hear fred fletcher <clears throat> um, that that incredible Fletcher family that has meant so much to broadcasting in uh, North Carolina. But uh, if you never now he he had quite a personality. Was he as as much fun at home as uh, as he was on the radio? Well, unfortunately, he wasn't home that much because he was on the radio uh, two hours every morning, and then yeah. he ran. Uh, he was the operation manager for WRL AM yeah. and then WRL TV. And general manager, and, and he was always promoting something, which yeah. is kind of what got me here this morning. i take you a little off topic. Um, uh, I, I posted some interesting photos of my father for Father's Day, and you commented on him, and I appreciate your, your kind words. Dad was, um, Dad was a promoter. Dad was the uh, Bozo the Clown for Capitol Records. Yeah. He... Um, uh, had his own little songs that he liked to sing to different groups of people, like I'm a Lonely Little Petunia in an Onion Patch. Or, uh, <laughs> yep. uh, he, he, was, he was just he, he was outgoing. He never met someone he didn't uh, call a friend. And uh, he was very instrumental in, in helping us deal with uh, racial integration here in Wake County mm-hmm. and building bridges. He hired uh, J.D. Lewis. He hired Sister Gary to be on the radio. Um, and and uh, we go from there. And Yvonne Holly, J.D. Lewis's daughter, is in the state senate now. Um, so it's it. He just had an interesting perspective. And uh, the one of the great story that I love to tell is that um, he saw the Christmas parade, broadcasting it, participating in it, and he saw that here's this ragtag group of high school kids walking down the street playing Christmas music, and they were the band, the marching band from Hugh Morrison High School. Yeah. Well, the next day he goes on the air and starts raising money for band uniforms for Hugh Morrison High School. Wow. That's the kind of thing he did. Yeah. He got the police chief really mad one year when uh, at the bottom of Glenwood Avenue, there was a, a, a speed trap. 
he goes on the radio and he tells people, look, there's a speed trap on Glenwood <laughs> Avenue. <laughs> and Chief Tom Davis called him up and said, Fred, what are you doing? He said, well, Tom, you want them to slow down, don't you? <laughs> That's right. That's so, good. So you mentioned my dad. And I, my father wrote a memoir before he passed away. It's called Tempest Fugit, which was the name of his oh, radio yeah. show. I wanted to make sure that you had a copy of this. Oh, wonderful. Okay. And there's a lot of history about radio and how WRIL kind of led the way in some things in terms of building a ham radio network for weather reporting across the eastern United, eastern uh, North Carolina. Right. And um, it's, it's just a great <clears throat> local history of – the community of broadcasting, and his passion of uh, building parks and recreation uh, facilities in Raleigh and Wake County and across the state. So wanted well, to come and bring that to you. Wow, some great pictures. Thank you so much, Bill. I'm, I'm just overwhelmed. And Rufus, if you want uh, one, I'll get you one, too. Well, I, I had the great pleasure of seeing your father quite often. And he would say, tell me some of those mountain stories. <laughs> and... Uh, he, his first radio station was in the building right beside me. I'm on the corner of Salisbury, Salisbury and Street, right yeah. on the second floor of Salisbury um, Street. Absolutely, and been in that room many a time. And there's some some confusion. Your your brother thinks that it was in my building. I think it was in the building next to that. So maybe you can straighten me out on that. Mine is 132 South Salisbury, and the next building is Mr. Emanuel's building that abuts me. So I don't know which building it was your dad was in for the his radio broadcast. I don't know that I can answer that. Um, it was on the second floor, and I think it was above the studio of T.S. Faree. Um, it was also on Salisbury Street. It was a very uh, prominent commercial artist here in town. Yeah. Um, but I'm not sure of the, the address. I'm sure it's in the book. We can look it up. Well, good, good. Um, but that was a second story. Uh, the whole business was on the second floor of that building. And there's another interesting story there that uh, Danny did the, the lost and found. So remember the days on the radio when it was a lost and found? Yes. Well, some of his fellow JCs got a mule and brought it down to the radio station and tied it to the parking meter out on Salisbury Street. <laughs> and he, he, he dealt with the mule. He said, we fed the mule and the meter. Until somebody came and claimed the mule. <laughs> wow, that was a lot. Of, you know, there was a lot of action on Salisbury Street. That was the heart right. of radio because WPTF's most of their studios right. were right, right, right down the downtown. Road. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So, so the Walter and the Durham Life Building, and then across the street. So to tie this back into the show, Dad had this secret garden um, out near where the old Raleigh Municipal Airport used to be, uh, kind of where Tryon and South Women Street come together. And he would, every morning he would go out and he would pick flowers, he would pick veggies, he had okra and tomatoes and squash, and um, that was kind of a secret hobby of his. So uh, since he was up at 6 o'clock every morning anyhow, yeah. when he was doing television, he'd go out to that garden and make his harvest oh, and bring wow. some flowers in to brighten everybody's day. And all, oh. he always had more food than we could eat, so he was sharing that around. So, you know, Bart Rittner worked for uh, your dad he he ray wilkinson brought bart rittner to wral radio from wfmy and rocky mount mm -hmm. so uh, all kinds of connections it's a small community uh, but uh, your dad was uh, certainly an icon and a pioneer 
and a really funny man, and he's got a great park on Glenwood Avenue. That, the, the, mm-hmm. the, uh, <laughs> the, the city of Raleigh was, was gracious in naming that park after Dad. And um, it's really interesting that, that that was the old Methodist home property. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the, <clears throat> the garden surrounding the little amphitheater there in the park is filled with bearded iris, uh-huh. which was my grandmother's favorite flower. Yeah. So they're just little things like that that, that were very special to Dad. And they did it before he died, which was even better that, that oh, he yeah. was able to, to experience that and, and, and enjoy the appreciation of the community. It's a great, well, a great day living park, too. It uh, is. I, I, I well, often go out there and just walk around. Yeah. Well, Bill, thank you so much. Uh, I, I covered you many times as a school board member in the 90s. And... Um, uh, I'll tell you that that uh, all of those—it's a very, very complicated world we live in. <laughs> it is, and it if is, you don't is. believe it, go to a school board meeting sometime <laughs> and try to figure out what they're talking about. I read the letter to the editor, of one of your colleagues, uh, Ms. Kushner, and I—I I can see her frustration at the crazy people that come and attack school board members for the yeah. service. Yeah. I've often said, you know, I've held several offices. The toughest job in America is being a school board member. It is. It it's really so is. personal, right down there, yeah. closest to the, the people of any office I know of. Mm-hmm. And we salute you for, for taking all these years uh, of doing it, uh, contributing to, to the community and, and all that your dad did for the community. I will, I will cherish this. I truly will. Bill, thank you so You're much. You're welcome. My, my pleasure, right, Mike. Sit with us, and um, I'm, we're going to go out to the State Farmers Market. Rob and Joy, hold on. Sim McKeever is with us, uh, the manager at State Farmers Market. So what doth thou have there under the farmer's shed this morning, Sim? we got a whole lot of good stuff under the farmer's building this morning. Um, we'll start out with peaches. Uh, freestone peaches are here. Oh, boy. Wind blows? That's you got great. the wind blows Woo. yet? I didn't. We. I didn't see the wind blowing. Red Haven was one of the varieties I saw down there. Okay. Um, yep. But they should be in. They usually come in around the fourth, so it should be should be coming coming in pretty soon. Uh, so you've got tomatoes, squash, cucumbers, okra, uh, sweet corn, uh, plenty of watermelons and cantaloupes coming in. All kinds of peppers, of course, butter beans and peas, cut herbs, uh, cabbage and lettuce, uh, blueberries, blackberries, um, Brussels sprouts cauliflower, eggplant, onions, uh, red and white potatoes, uh, mushrooms, garlic, all kinds of greens, honey, and eggs. we got a, we got a full house. I would say so, yeah. This is the ideal time. I've had some uh, butter beans from yeah, there this week. Yeah, plenty of butter beans, and they uh, – they got those already shelled for you. They could not cut the work out for you. Yeah, that, uh, that's something I really didn't enjoy doing if it was, was – uh, I didn't mind the peas as much as the butter beans. Peas are fun. Yeah, they yeah peas are fun. Well, oh, sort of, well, sort of fun. Mike has More been than butter beans. Mike has been drooling all morning long about butter beans. Yeah, yeah. Rufus has been talking about hot dogs. So I, <laughs> yeah. Which do you want? <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm craving a hot dog. All right, all right. Well, now butter beans are good. Yeah. Well, I think we can help you both out. We can solve both your problems. Yeah, the, pe- the peaches. We had something. Uh, Linda and I last week picked up that someone said it's a something in between uh, freestone and not freestone, but it it came off the 
off the seed very well and delicious. Yeah, uh, that that was. Uh, I think Monica mentioned that last week. Yeah, they got uh, that one. It's kind of the in between one, the in between variety. <laughs> yeah. Not sure why they grew that, if it was an accident or what, but it's it's somewhere in between is all we know. That's right. All right. And, and what else do you have under there? Is that uh, – you probably have a lot of vegetables. I have a lot of plant vendors here, yeah. uh, a lot of trees and shrubs, uh, some beautiful crepe myrtles blooming down there right now. I'll bet. Hydrangeas, hibiscus, uh, roses, uh, all kinds of bedding plants, hanging baskets, uh, fruit trees and bushes, vegetable plants, uh, herbs, all kinds of herbs and perennials. Um cactus succulents so we've got a pretty full building melissa my wife just said semi-cling there you go oh semi-cling okay so that's yeah thank you melissa the birthday girl 40 43 years as a teacher in wake county school system thank you bless her heart (laughs) amen So she she, she didn't do it for the money no (laughs) she did it because she has a passion absolutely uh, all right, well, you uh, lots of plants down there, and uh, what's up in the market shop? Uh, hot dogs, we know that. That's right. You can go to the, the grill and dog. get you a hot dog. Uh, they got all kinds of sandwiches, and uh, they serve breakfast there as well at the grill. Uh, you got 321 coffee. You got local seafood, bringing in seafood from the coast of North Carolina. Um, all kinds of farm-raised meats, eggs, and cheeses, hand soaps and lotions. Um It'd be a good day to get some ice cream. Got ice cream and orangeades and lemonades, and um, you got the uh, the North Carolina hammock shop in there. It's got all kinds of outdoor furniture as well. Um, all kinds of great baked good items and sweets and and things up there to uh, to uh, solve your uh, cravings for uh, something uh, sweet to eat. Also, want to mention too, while we're talking about the market shops, um, right outside the market shops and in the median out here at the market, we're having a special event this weekend, uh, the Taste of Summer, and we got a lot, of, a lot of artesian food vendors and craft vendors set up, um, kind of between the seafood restaurant and market shops and out in the median. So, uh, how about that, artesians? Yeah, artesians so, uh, at the market. Be sure to walk around and check out uh, some of those vendors. It's an opportunity uh, to celebrate the fourth holiday and also to help some vendors that are on our waiting list that we can't normally uh work into work into uh uh to the market so it was a good good idea to put this together right so you had some great restaurants too <clears throat> farmer's right. market restaurant big old biscuits seafood restaurant mm-hmm. um they open up at 11 a.m and close at uh 8 p.m uh great seafood calabash style seafood and of course, you've got the uh, State Farmers Market Restaurant. They open up at six a.m. and close at three p.m. And uh, great country cooking, and they serve breakfast right up till three p.m. as well. So, uh, some great food choices. Uh, you got Super Sod. Uh, you can get your plants and your and your and your grass taken care of right here at the market. Um, and also, we got uh, Market Imports at the top of the hill. All kinds of neat stuff in there: water fountains, wrought iron, teak, pottery. Uh, just a huge selection of pottery. Um, so uh, they can help you take care of all that your outdoor needs. Well, let me tell you about a good healthy snack: cheese curds. I remember Mama used to make cheese curds, and they've got a white cheddar cheese uh, curds, K U R D S, and it's a great for it's great for snacking and healthy. All right. Are you hoping they'll give you some today? <laughs> well, okay, cheese curds. Yeah. Make sure you 
My, for, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say my daughter, she loves cheese curds. Yeah. Sure does. Well, all God's children love cheese curds, I'm sure. Except Carlton. <laughs> Carlton, the doorman. He does not like Why? cheese. Why? He just doesn't like cheese. He hasn't liked cheese since he well, was that's great. a little tiny guy. That's great. I know it. Oh, He's, goodness. He has his crosses to bear. <laughs> Good gracious. Oh, All right. Uh, and, uh, of course, market imports out there. If you need containers to uh, kill some tomatoes. That's right. Can, and also, I don't want to forget uh, the Hunter Pork Center as well, uh, Back kind of back behind the seafood restaurant, pork any way you want it. And just want to let everybody know we'll be here all weekend. We'll be here on Monday the 4th as well. So uh, come out and see us. All right, Sam. You take care, buddy. All right. Y'all have a great weekend. Yes, sir. You too. Sam McKeever out at the State Farmer's Market. Rob is in Durham. Rob, good morning. You're on WPTF. Hey there, Rob. Oh, Rob. All right. Put Rob back on hold and let's go to Joy and Carrie. Joy, good morning. Good morning. How can we help you? Oh, I hope you can. You were talking about it last week. I have a limelight hydrangea that is just an unbelievable amount of, of flowers going to be on it this year. Yep. However, it is nine foot tall. I would like to know when it is that I could possibly cut it down and still have it bloom next year. Ooh. A limelight? We yeah, the PG cut, hydrangeas are yeah, very we, popular. Yeah, we cut the limelight back after it blooms. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sometimes we save some of the dried blooms for, like, for to use at Christmas. Right. But, um, yeah, most of the time, if you'll just cut that back after it blooms, we that's what we do, and we have tons of blooms. Is it sitting out in, the, in a lot of sun? Oh, it is. Yeah, they love sun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've seen some really tall ones, nine feet tall, huh? gotten too huge and i i i really want to bring it down to around four foot is that a possibility yeah you could yeah. Do, you could do that i wouldn't cover a third maybe nine. four or five yeah yeah and, I, you, you should be fine have it bloom next year you should be fine yeah we do that now i can't guarantee yours is gonna bloom because i you know how it goes but we do that with carlton the one at carlton's mom's house we do that every year i wouldn't fertilize it because if you fertilize it, then it's probably a lot of green's going to grow, and you won't get the blooms. But right. what do I know? Well, I, I, I know you know a lot about limelight because you gave me one, <laughs> and it's about uh, it, it's about 12 feet tall. And, and in semi-shade, they will grow in semi-shade. Oh, yeah, yeah. But do, I think, love sun the best. I, I see, yeah. see them in full sun all yeah, over the too. place, and they are really thriving right now. They're really, mm-hmm. they're really so putting on a show. Them in the fall, not to do that. I don't think I, I don't think that's necessary. I, I wouldn't fertilize in the fall because they're not going to grow that much in the fall. Right. I'd, if you fertilize something like that, I'd, I'd do it in the spring. But in the spring, yeah, I, I think I'd I'd make sure that it didn't whatever you fertilize it with doesn't have a lot of nitrogen. Yeah, I would. If you I must would put very that. little fertilizer. If yeah, any I don't on think it. you really we need never it. fertilize ours. If it's healthy, has a good root system, it's going to grow anyway, and it mm-hmm. it would be more likely to have blooms if you don't fertilize it with something that has a lot of nitrogen. Okay, so not a lot of nitrogen. I, I am a big fertilizer, so I do I do fertilize three times a year, which is probably the reason it's so big. Yeah, but I I need to stop. Fertilizing. Yeah, you you don't need to fertilize need that, that much. much I don't. I rarely fertilize anything. I, I fertilize, fertilize some roses, but uh, you know, yeah. roses 
really need a lot of fertilizer and they they need other things too right but, uh, okay well if you think i can do that i just they're so beautiful and i'd hate to lose I mean, well, I don't mean, sue us if we're wrong. We do, <laughs> we do have an attorney, but don't. I do that, so and and it works. Yeah. So I can just tell you that. Okay, well, I believe you because yeah. I, your program is phenomenal. I listen to you every week. Well, it's all we got. It, the information that you put forth to all of the people who are out there trying to guard is just phenomenal. You are from Thank around you. here, are you, uh, Joy? Did you uh-huh. grow? You didn't grow up in North Carolina, did you? No. No, I'm a New Yorker. I thought All so. Right. We got a lot of New Yorkers. They love North Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for for joining us this well, morning, Joy. Just adore your program. Thank you so much. You. Tell your neighbors. <laughs> my, my neighbors told me about you. All, All right. right. In the great F- Fred Fletcher tradition, market. Let's market <laughs> this show here. Let's spread the word. <laughs> I do. I do. All right. Thank you, Joy. Have a nice weekend. Thanks so much for your help. Mm-hmm. Thank Bye-bye. you. Yeah. Gosh, uh, the lime, Bill, do you have a limelight hydrangea we or that PGA, PG-type hydrangea that has the kind of conical shape? Uh, of course, the oak leaf has that, but that's a different different grouping. But uh, Which is my favorite. Yeah, I love the, I love the oak leaf, too. They've got a chartreuse color, and I can't, can't wait to see the, the okay. it hadn't flowered yet. And I, I don't know whether you gave that to me or not, Phil, but it's a chartreuse It's a little, color. Uh, little something. Yeah. Yeah. And it seems like every graveyard in the mountains where I grew up has, oak leaf hydrangeas? has, has a uh, hydrangea PG in the corner of it. Oh, okay. Well, you know, they've got some that are like strawberry shortcake. And mm-hmm. they have uh, the, the blooms eventually have white and pink. Oh, I've got on one of those, and, yes. It's, yeah. It doesn't bloom very well. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't have enough sunlight. Yeah, it's it's, it's under a pecan tree. They, those those seem to like sunlight more, especially the limelight. We're going to talk to Stephen Garner and uh, Carter in Durham. Rob in um, oh, we'll get Rob in Durham back. We'll take him first uh, after the news here on WPTF. Bill, thank you so much for coming by and, and spending some time with us and bringing me this fabulous book, Tempest Fugit by Fred Fletcher and Chuck Holmes and and your dad was something I really and truly what I said on Facebook was I sorry I didn't learn wasn't able to learn from him I'd love to have worked with him he was he must have been a blast well he he, he was an inter- 20 seconds he was an interesting guy and um, typically he'd have an idea and he would share it with his key staff people and at five o'clock that afternoon he'd say okay where are we <laughs> fabulous Well, thank you, Bill. Come back to see us. Thank you, Mike. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up. Does that sound familiar? <laughs> Craig Willard and the Embers. Uh, yeah, we were talking about Ridgeway cantaloupes, and uh, and uh, he's a uh, Craig is a big advocate for those. But during the first hour, and uh, the Embers are playing in uh, Troy today, a Bisco area. Uh, Star Bisco Star Troy. So the Troy Fest today. They're playing at Surf City tomorrow. 
And then on Monday, they're playing in Nightdale. So mm-hmm. can't get enough of the embers, especially when they sound like that. That good. Yep. All right, 919-860-9783. Rob from Durham has been hanging on for an eternity. Thank you, Rob. Good uh, Good morning. I uh, would like to ask you guys if uh, on 4th of July if you would get with your friends and do what we're going to do on Myrtle Beach and do the pledge and the national anthem. Sounds good to me. Well, I'll be doing it in, in Boone, Rob. We'll do it in Boone, and we just need we just need people to just get a crowd together, and about twelve thirty, let loose. Twelve thirty, you will enjoy it. People will come up to you with tears in their eyes. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, that's a what a, what a perfect day to do that. Any any day is good to do that, but especially on July fourth. Rob, I appreciate you sharing that with us. Yeah, you, uh, I wish you guys could be down there. We'll be in North Myrtle Beach, but wherever you are, if you give it a shot. Uh, the country needs you. Yeah, that's true. Well, be careful for the uh, uh, tropical storm that's now off the coast. So y'all, <laughs> y'all may get a little wet. You may have to do it inside. Uh, boy, I hope not. They're going to have a flyover. I'm going to take a, I'm going to take credit for the flyover. Oh wow! Uh, although uh, I really didn't contribute anything to it, but we did it last year, and uh, we asked people. Uh, well, we, we did this on Memorial Weekend. Yeah. People said, well, where's the flyover? And <laughs> Everybody expects a flyover now. Golly. We should have one uh, bef- before this show every every Saturday morning as a flyover is what we need. Well, uh, I, I, if you guys can make it, well, I, hope, uh, I hope you'll be able to do it somewhere. And I appreciate the time. Yeah, sure. What a nice reminder for us as we celebrate the birth of our nation. All right, Rob. Thank you, buddy. Bye-bye. All right. uh, Brother Steve is in Garner. Steve, how are you doing, buddy? Hey, Steve. Past peak. We only had 106 clumps in bloom today. Wow. Just 106, huh? The deer got us good this year because we just weren't able to get out and spray on a regular basis. And when we did spray, it did work. So... um, it's just that we weren't able to be consistent with our spraying. What What were you spraying for, Steve? It didn't help either. So what What Why were you spraying your daylilies? For uh, we We don't like deer food. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, spraying for critters. Yeah. Uh, with the deer, like I said, the deer got us good. Uh, we had an our entire garden on the on the right side of our house got completely eaten one day i mean every clump was eaten every bud oh my gosh and i hope they enjoyed it because it's (laughs) but in either case the garden with the wet with the uh rain we had it really helped yeah Um, i hope we get a little more this weekend Shame to have a tropical storm off the coast and not get any rain. Go ahead. Yeah, it's just a shame not to uh, not to get any rain and we have a tropical storm off the coast. And so well, we'll, maybe we'll get some more. Pushed off by a high pressure zone and it's sitting right over the top of it that's causing us our sunny weather. Yeah. You know, so anyway, uh, I am still open. I mean, you can the garden is still pretty even without. Um, 
the day lily is completely blooming out. Uh, my dad's memorial hydrangea is the best it's bloomed ever in the uh, eight years I've had it in my garden. It has a really nice color blue uh, uh, blossom. So this is the old-fashioned uh, French hydrangea? I don't know. I call it my dad's memorial. Yeah. You know, there's so many varieties now. My dad, uh, When my dad passed away, somebody gave three live hydrangeas to for us kids to take home. Oh. And put a memorial garden in. So well, that's a nice thing to do. Rufus does that a lot. I, you know, I, I, I know Phil does. Tree and it has thrived there. Yeah. Wow. And, I mean... Every, I mean, people are welcome to come and tour my garden. And they can go on to uh, Raleigh Daylily Club and right. find your, your garden? Yep, and I hope the ones that bought their plants at the plant sale got them in the ground. Yeah. And are keeping them moist, not wet. Righto. Uh, so the ones that I dug up to share have recovered and are starting to recover. So we're, we're doing well. I'm glad, my friend. But please come out and tour my garden. It's, we're going to be here all day. Now, Raleigh, Raleigh Daylily uh, Club, and what name uh, the garden? Give us that Just again. One more is Just one more. Just one more. But there's also, uh, if you go to the lower right-hand corner, there's a tab with display gardens on it. There are other display gardens that could be closer to you right. that are also open for tours. So, <clears throat> Great idea, because they're, they're peaking now. Mm-hmm. Well, they peaked uh, about two weeks ago. Okay. Yeah, and we're still got, I tell you what, we still have a, a, a plethora of color. I mean, it's not all. I bet yellow. so. Just like when uh, the show the other day that y'all had at Crabtree, it was a lot of color there. Oh my! Yeah, it was that beautiful. Was one of the best shows because I won the prize. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. That's great. Oh yeah, my seed, one of my seedlings that I'm naming after my doctor. Yeah. Uh, doctor Samuel uh, Rubenstein, my my uh, oncologist. Mm-hmm. And it is a beautiful. I bet it is. I bet it is. So it won a. I, I'm going to do a frog-themed garden around it. <laughs> yeah, I want a frog plant. <laughs> a frog plant? Don't see a lot of fro- There aren't a lot of frogs and toads out there anymore, unfortunately. Well, I tell you what, at nighttime here, I got a creek that runs through the back of my property. We have frogs. I mean, it is, if you try to sleep it out at night, it keep you awake. That's how noisy they are. <laughs> Well, that's what—that's good to know. They are really loud. That's great. And in response to something that that uh, that uh, Rufus said, school boards make their job hard on themselves sometimes by trying to adopt policies that are anti-child and anti-parent. And if they keep doing that, okay. that's when they make it hard on themselves. Mm. All right. So, well, so we've had opposing opinions for the morning. All right. Thank you, Steve. All right. Thank you, buddy. You Thanks for your opinion. Thanks for uh, for calling us about your garden. 
Have a nice day. Uh, Carter has been waiting 20 minutes. Oh, Carter. Hey, Carter. Is this Carter Q? It is. Good morning to you. Hey, uh, Carter. Good morning. The learned one from the library <laughs> system of Durham County. <laughs> well, I, uh, well, they're carrying on today without me, but um, <laughs> I just I had a son Coley's question for Phil. Yeah. And um, I. Um, and you waited so long you forgot it, right? <laughs> <laughs> I have a question. I, uh, I, um, I had purchased some Suncolias from, from uh, Campbell Road Nursery. Mm-hmm. And uh, they would just, everybody that saw them, you know, people would go by and they would say, wow, you know, what kind of shrubs are those? Yeah. <laughs> they were, they grew to literally, you know, two feet by three feet by three feet, almost in within a month's time. And so uh, I succumbed to peer pressure um, this year, and uh, people would say, well, why don't you support some local folk here in Durham? So I decided to do that. And uh, But anyway, I, I put I bought some sun colors, and they've been in the ground for about maybe about two months now. And uh, they they have they may have hit they may have hit probably um, eleven inches. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was just wondering, I you know uh, yours grew so nicely, very very quickly. You know, is are there different uh, different varieties? Is some some issue or something? I I these Suncolias that I have, and I've bought quite a few of them, and uh, they're nice. They're very colorful, but they just have no size. They haven't grown too much. What um, what variety did you get? Oh, that's a good question. They just had, I looked at the colors, and they, the, the people there, they said, these are Suncolias. Then they they had them out. They said, we produce, they said, we uh, propagate these ourselves. And um, they had a whole range of them. They weren't. They were not the coleus, you know, for the shade coleus. They were the sun coleus. And mm-hmm. um, I asked the person. I said, "Well, um, he said, oh, these will, you know, these will look very nice, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera." But yours are just yours grew so very grew very large. That's because she has the magic touch. <laughs> yeah. And and if you don't well, get your get a plant from Phil, then you don't. And she hasn't touched it, then. Right. I appreciate that. Yeah. No, sometimes um, it it you'd have to find out what variety because a lot of different varieties grow different heights. But the other thing is, and I'm not sure if this is what happened, but a lot of times uh, people that have garden centers will, um, when they're raising their plants, they'll spray their plants with growth regulator to keep the shelf life longer. And unfortunately, um, that keeps sometimes, uh, if you put it on too heavy, it keeps plants from blooming. I know from experience, I'll never use it again. And it also um, stunts the plant uh, to the point that it won't grow out of it. So, uh, or it takes a long time for it to grow out. So a lot of times plants that you buy where people have used or bought in plants for their garden center where other growers have used growth regulators, it can be a problem. Okay. But it probably is, I don't, it's hard to say without knowing what variety it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, I mean, they, I mean, they're colorful. I mean, it's, uh, but they're just so tiny compared to what I was used to. Right, right. You were used to those Christmas tree size ones, <laughs> like, like I've got <laughs> from Phil right now. Yeah, it, Christmas know. tree size. Oh, yeah. Oh my! The, the the pale chartreuse, yeah, the solid wasabi. color. 
We say a lot, a little bit of wasabi, wasabi coleus goes a long way. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Good gracious. Yeah. So just, uh, we still have some coleus. If you want to come out and get some and okay. grow them out, okay. come on come on by. They're really cheap right now. Now, y'all close at 2 today. Yep. close at 2 today. Yeah. Okay. All right. And you'll be off all next week? Yes. Closed all next week until uh, Saturday. We open up on Saturday. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks. Um, I will not succumb to peer pressure next year. <laughs> Thank you, Carter. Well, well you I'm much. sure they meant well and believed yeah, oh, in yeah. their oh, yeah. well, product. Nothing, but you know, I just I had great expectations. So right, okay. right. Well, we should expect a lot. Yeah. From our well, party. the next time we, we, Carter, the next time we have a location somewhere, I've got your Rose of Sharon. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Well, we we appreciate you, Carter. No, we, and I, I appreciate you. You, you, you've. Uh, this is a, a great end to the week, or a great, great beginning to another week. So. There you go. Aww. Yeah. Either way, well, we hope so. Yep. We so hope thank so. Thank you. Be well. Have a great day. Yeah, you, you be too. well be too, safe. my friend. Right. Thank you. All right, Lewis is in Rocky Mount. So you're gonna get the party started, are you? Amen, brother. <laughs> I think it's already started. It started at eight o'clock this morning. Greg Woolard, Pink's got nothing on Craig. I tell you, they do a great number with that song. They do. I mean that. I that is my favorite version by far. <laughs> yeah, it would be right down there in Shag Country. Um, by the way, speaking of the coast, uh, I don't know if you've heard, but they've curtailed the events today at the North Carolina. Fourth uh, of July festival in Southport because of the threat of a uh, tropical storm column. Oh my! In South Carolina. Well, you know it. it yeah, I don't know what it's doing down there. It, the waves didn't look too high in the shot I saw this morning. Uh, it's cloudy down there. I don't know what the wind is. I haven't checked, but yeah, it's better to be safe than sorry. But I hope everybody can get in their their weekend and enjoy. And it would well, be nice if we got some of the rain. They're going to try to get it going again tomorrow and, and Monday in Southport. That's a huge event. Yeah, you know, it is. And it's a great event. Uh, and it's been restricted so much in the last couple of years. Yeah, it's grown. I mean, you can't even get near it almost. I know. <laughs> I just want to thank Rufus for helping to preserve the union on this July 4th weekend. Hey, we need you again, Rufus. We need you again, buddy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I'll try my best. Well, doggone it, I forgot to... Forgot my uh, Rufus Rufus Edmonston for governor pen again this yeah. morning. I've well, got a button. Go. Yeah, Rufus, thank you, thank you for all you did, buddy, and you saved us, bro, <laughs> so much. And I just want to chime in on the Fourth of July because I went out to Nevada and did the narration of the P fifty one Mustang, that screaming red, white, and blue banshee of an aircraft, and the narration is is done, and we're going to shoot some more footage of her in Reno when she races in September, and. Um, Go red, white, and blue. And yeah, we right. finally saw the Nellis Air Force Base Thunderbirds. They're based out there in Vegas. Oh, wow. I told my wife about your previous call because her father was in uh, World War II with the B. B. What was it, Lewis? Uh, B-51 Mustang. Yeah, B-51. In it, right? Yep. Wow. That is so I neat. I that for the director out there, to, for Joseph Simpkins, uh, your segment, I played it for him, and you know, he got a big kick out of that because it is so thrilling to see that plane, much less sit in it. Yeah. And I know he flew it in, in the war. And by the way, I want to tell you guys, the number one Mustang ace of World War II was George Preddy Jr. of Greensboro, North Carolina. 27 downed aircraft. No one ever caught his record. 
He died over the Battle of the Bulge in a friendly fire incident on Christmas Day, 1944, just shy of his 25th birthday. Mm -hmm. But Chuck Yeager, no one caught his record. George Preddy of Greensboro, North Carolina, is the number one Mustang ace of World War II. Can I get a hell yeah, y'all? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Oh, I'll give you a hell <laughs> <For> yeah. <sure. laughs> That's the way to do it. Yeah, man. So anyway, I thought I'd take my patriotic uh, streamers and, and, and fly them today. Um, but I know you probably want to get back to the gardening, but uh, I cherish this country, and I know y'all do too. And there's oh, no yeah. better little enclave of America than Nashville, North Carolina. Amen, brother. <laughs> no doubt about that. <laughs> Lewis, thank you so much, buddy, and, and I, I appreciate you. Please call us again. We'll do it. Thank all right. All. Happy Fourth. Happy Fourth. Yeah. All right. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up here on WPTF. Lewis's father was uh, my preacher. Back when I was a little oh, wow. boy. Yeah, a little boy. Yeah, a long time ago, obviously. That's I'll be great. 70 years old this year. All right, more of the Weekend Gardener coming up.